Today's episode is brought to you by Small Biz Social Society. The Small Biz Social Society is a monthly membership that I created for ambitious entrepreneurs that want to amp up the social media and online marketing for their businesses. The membership includes a monthly live training with yours truly, a monthly guest expert appearance by online marketing and business professionals from across the globe, member spotlights, digital content, online courses, and a super supportive private Facebook community. You get all of this for $28 per month. That is a hell of a deal if I do say so myself. <laughs> if you're ready to increase social media visibility, engagement, and community, learn how to build and maintain a solid personal brand online, and get ongoing support from the best in the business, as well as a badass community of entrepreneurs, this is the membership for you. No commitment required. Head to smallbizsocialsociety.com to enroll today. And for a limited time, use code SBSSPODCAST to get $10 off your first month. That's smallbizsocialsociety.com and use code SBSSPODCAST to get $10 off your first month. I can't wait to see you in the social society. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike, dancing in my Instagram stories, or cuddled up with wine watching The Real Housewives. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here there. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 61. It is December 21st, almost Christmas. I am feeling really festive. And because of that, I have here a very special guest back again by popular demand, my husband, Ryan Crossan. Hello. How's it going? Merry Christmas, everyone. So Ryan is here because I asked him to be, but also because we wanted to have a little fun and just have a little Christmas chat, like some of our favorites and things like that. I mean, I will talk some business with you in a little bit. I'm actually going to uh, talk about how to create a social media strategy, you know, for the new year that's sustainable. So we're going to talk about that in a minute, but first I want to spend a few minutes with Ryan so we could just like talk Christmas and have fun. So anyway, are you ready for Christmas? Oh, I'm ready for it. Absolutely <laughs> ready for it. All right, cool. So we were we were thinking we would just like go go down the list of like our favorite stuff, um, which might be kind of hard because the first thing I was going to ask you is your favorite Christmas song, and that's that's hard. Yeah. Um, do you have like a favorite or just a couple favorites? Well, certainly. Uh, <laughs> All I want for Christmas is a hippopotamus. Oh, no, no. It's called I Want a Hippopotamus yeah, for Christmas. That song, that's, that's a cute song. Ryan loves that song. Isn't that funny? If you've ever seen Ryan, can you imagine <laughs> Ryan like jamming out to that song? But that song, you know, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. It comes on and he's like this grown man with like lots of chest hair <laughs> jamming out to that song. What is yeah. it? Like you like that since you were a kid? Yeah, yeah. It just her little voice and it just is, is a really good song. Um, but, uh, I think as I get older, um, pretty much, uh, 
I don't know, any of the Bing Crosby stuff, any of the yeah. the older Christmas music, the original stuff. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, I, I like a lot of Michael Bublé stuff, the, the remakes that he's done here lately. Uh, yeah. I say lately, lately to me. I don't know. If right. It's probably like, uh, like 10 years ago, but right. it's fine. <laughs> it's like he just started overnight, you know, just right. like all of us. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. No, no, yeah, I'm with you. Bing Crosby's voice is beautiful. Whenever he starts singing White Christmas, it, at at the beginning of the movie white christmas you know favorite show where they're like um still at war or whatever i'm sorry my my terminology is probably off but you know what i mean yes and he starts singing it with just the, the little music music box thing is that what it's called <gasps> it's so pretty yeah yeah he does really good with that good job being crispy you have our approval okay so then that leads us to the movie which yes. i guess white christmas is your favorite christmas movie yes that, that's my favorite um for no particular reason i just i really really like the storyline yeah uh, i'm not into musicals and dancing by any means but that's kind of mm -hmm. what it is and yeah. i don't know just that time period in the world uh short of having to fight a war things were much simpler nobody was you know having to talk on podcasts about social media <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody was doing that, but uh, I don't know, just simple time. That, you know, that's shocking, just like the hippopotamus song, because again, you guys, Ryan is like, my joke is like, he's a little bit country, I'm a little bit rock and roll, just because we're different, and, and he really is country, and like you like this kitty hippopotamus song and also white christmas which is definitely a song and dance type situation right. and i am the theater person but you love that movie even more than i do yeah it's crazy yeah but the second runner up is christmas vacation yeah so, yeah <laughs> so they're kind of polar opposites really yeah and, christmas vacation is a little it fits your stereotype more yeah but i mean who 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 can watch uncle eddie say the shitter is full and not <laughs> smile <laughs> like if, how do you you can't if that isn't the most whored out gif of your uh, or, yeah the it, gif yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if, if it isn't the most whored out one for christmas things uh, i mean i if you if you can hear him say the shitters, shitters <laughs> if you can watch that part and not laugh, you're a robot. That's just all there is to it. You're a robot or deaf, one of the two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, okay. So, gosh, and you know what? I, I, I was prepared to ask you these questions. But I wasn't prepared my own answers for the song or the movie. Um, I mean, those two movies are amazing. Um, and it's, it's kind of hard to pick a favorite. If I had to... I would have to go with the Home Alones, but Home Alone 1 and 2, like no offense to 3, 4, and you know, 11, 12, whatever, but if Macaulay Culkin's not in it, I'm not interested. Yeah. It's not happening. Like cute little kid, good for you. You got a movie, but like I want to watch Kevin McAllister, the original, right. and 1 and 2. I don't understand why they didn't just name it something else. I mean, they, because they're, they they're, the they're Exactly. And, they're yeah, running with it. But, I mean, those movies are amazing, but... I, I love those movies so, so much. I might like part two even better than part one, actually, which doesn't happen often. Like with sequels, usually the sequel is not yeah. as good. But I really like it, well, but, but I, I love New York. I, I was about to say, it's, it's just because location, location, location. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, it's in New York during Christmas. Like what, what why, would, why would that not be good? <laughs> but I do like all, but you know, I got I to gotta give a shout out to any of you guys that like like weird or not weird, but like maybe like, off the beaten path Christmas movies or like underrated Christmas movies. Okay, so there's this one. 
called One Magic Christmas. And it's so, okay, first of all, it's mm. depressing. Uh, what's the actress's name? Mary, is it Steen, Steenbergen? Is that how you say her last name? She's married to Ted Danson. She's the mom and elf with Will Ferrell. I gotcha. She's yeah, all, okay. Yeah. She's also in One Magic Christmas. You guys, this is like, it's so kind of like depressing actually because they're very poor and she's like total, total Scrooge. Like who cares about Christmas? Ah, you know, and all this crap cause she's unhappy. And then like, there's this whole string of events and there's a guardian angel named Gideon that comes and he takes the kids to see Santa. Like, it's just he kind of looks like an old alcoholic. I probably wouldn't trust <laughs> him. Stop it. <laughs> He's not, don't talk about Gideon that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good um but it's probably just because it's nostalgic for me because otherwise i'm not so sure it's gotta like, be yeah. because anything depressing around the christmas holidays is but like, it ends up okay spoiler alert you know everything well, ends up being okay yeah, but i just want the cheesy ass you know, I, I, you know you're right I, like i only watch that about once each christmas right. I, i'm not gonna watch it multiple times it's just you're right it's too it's very heavy but it's good. You want to um, talk off the beaten paths. It's like Christmas do-over, meet the Santa. Oh my God, y'all. Okay, we, okay yes, yeah, we, we, cannot, we cannot finish this Christmas conversation without Those me. Those are my all-time favorites off <laughs> the, the beaten path. These are like, oh, these are Hallmark movies, but they're from like 15 plus years ago when they yeah. came out. So Christmas do-over, shout out to Jay Moore. Hell yeah, uh, Jay Moore. <laughs> Man, I'm in tears every time I watch you and, on that, Jay. And, and Daphne Zuniga, um, they are the stars. Uh, yes, I, I know the stars' names and the whole shebang because I'm actually that big of a fan. But Christmas Do-Over is like Groundhog Day, but Christmas. And Jay Moore's character has to keep reliving Christmas Day over and over. And it's funny and like silly, <laughs> so it's, it's good. It's not boring. And The dad was from A-Team, wasn't he? Oh, is that who that guy yeah, is? I forget yeah, his Murdoch or whatever. I forget his name. I think that was anyway. But yeah, you got y'all go watch Christmas Do Over. It is so funny, like the peas on earth and the yeah, and the yeah. break dancing. And anyway, it's it he keeps living the day over and over until of course he like gets it right in the universe and it's the stars like alone. Groundhog Day for Christmas. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, yeah, and he just has uh he, he goes through the progressions of like, oh crap, what's happening? Then screw it i can do whatever tomorrow is gonna do it yeah to finally learning like oh i should this, be trying trying harder and right, doing good right. things and blah 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 yeah but it's really really funny so we love that one but it, but the other ones y'all these are the best and one of them we can't find yet this year and it better i better find it i'm gonna be so upset but starring steve gutenberg who um hey steve i know you're listening so if, if you can <laughs> Send me a DVD or a VHS, whatever the hell yes, you gotta do. Because there's, it's a two-parter. It's, it, <laughs> it's single Santa seeks Mrs. Claus, and then the second one is meet the Santas. Yes. And oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yes, Steve, <laughs> Steve Gutenberg, <laughs> he's he's Santa Claus, and he always laughs with a ho oh, 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 the whole time and love you steve but it's very cheesy um but it's very good i mean we watch it every year like never multiple. been good at the little things <laughs> yeah that's the girl yeah whatever it is <laughs> we're quoting this this movie um uh, a little uh fun fact for you i was actually in a movie with steve gutenberg uh, whenever i was like 12 years old that's a whole other story um i have a picture with him it was very exciting um but anyway we like those those two uh christmas movies as well 
<laughs> right. There's nothing depressing about those. No, it's, no, no. And they're super cheesy. Like, like, okay, Steve is Santa, but like he, he's about to take over. Like his dad is Santa, but he's going to be the new one. And so his dad, like the existing Santa, the actor has like a really bad fake belly. That's like, you can tell it's just like this squishy thing they put uh, yeah, in this. Yeah. I, I just... <laughs> He's on a golf course in a solid red, like velour friggin' <laughs> golf outfit. And it's like, I would sweat my ass off in that. He thing. is, he <laughs> is, he is. He's playing golf in his like Santa tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see rolling up to the country club in that and I'd be like, sir, we have a dress code here. Can you get the hell out of here? Are you okay? <laughs> Oh my god those movies are so good so good um god as far as my favorite music though i don't know it's hard i mean look i'm gonna go ahead and be super basic bitch right now and say i really do love mariah carey uh, <laughs> all i want for christmas is and you. so so does the local radio station because they play it about every 20 minutes i, I love like. it i love it but i also love um oh holy night and i like uh carol of the bells I think that those are um, good ones. And those are actually sung by a choir in Home Alone. But, um, oh, speaking of Home Alone, we actually stalked the Home Alone house yeah. one time. And I say stalked just as a joke. We weren't really stalking anybody, just a house. But um, We happened to be in Chicago. And yeah, we went to Chicago for like we a day. Like right there. And so I was like, we're not going to Chicago without going by the Home Alone house. Are you crazy? Because I like, I love film locations. We've been by the Father of the Bride house and the Beverly Hills 90210 house. The Brady Bunch house. <laughs> yeah, we've been by a lot of stuff like that. So so we went to um, Chicago back in 2015 with the kiddos and they were really little. And um, so they didn't care enough. They, they didn't even know what Home Alone was really yet. But we went, um, we drove by the house. And I got to say, I think the name of the town is Win Winnetka. Is that how you say it? Winnetka, Illinois. It, and it's like a suburb of Chicago. It is one of the nicest towns I've ever been in in my life. Like yeah, it was, it's pretty cool. It was so pretty, so cute, so nice. Like these are nice, big ass houses, big yards, big trees. It's beautiful, and it's, yeah. it wasn't that far to drive, like from there to Northwestern University. Yeah, that was right there. We kind of drove through we there. We even contemplated mm. trying to talk Rowdy into going there. And yes, yes, because I mean, because we saw Lake Michigan, and it was like, I was like, how is this lake so blue and beautiful? This is amazing. <laughs> right, right. It's huge, like a big blue ocean. But yeah, so we drove by the Home Alone house, which is very exciting. Um, but yeah, I'd say that those are a few of my those are a few of my favorite Christmas songs. I don't know, it's hard to choose, but I love all of it. Do you have, yeah. do you have like? Is there like a food with Christmas that makes like it's Christmassy to you that you like? Uh, of course, my parents, cornbread stuffing, um, that goes kind of with Thanksgiving and Christmas, yeah. uh, just, well, Thanksgiving and Christmas, the pies and yeah. the sweets that go along with that. What's uh, it like if you had, to, if you had to choose just one pie, what would it be? Oh, hands down. Coconut cream. Oh, so good. So, so and good. None of this is doing favors for the waistline. <laughs> No, it's not. It's not, but it's delicious, man. We have a friend that makes this coconut cream pie for us just like because she loves us. It's so good. It's the best thing. Like I didn't even used to care about coconut. I used to, eh, didn't care. Don't, don't give me a damn pina colada. Like I don't want to, don't give me any Malibu rum. Of course I'm referencing drinks, but <laughs> I don't want to have anything to do Ooh, with that I kind of crap. You can put that in there. <laughs> I didn't want to have anything to do with coconut stuff. I really didn't care. 
And then I try my friend Melanie's pie and I'm like, oh my God. Kind of wish you hadn't. It's a, I know, now it's now like I, competition. Yeah. It's like go through that one and then, okay, damn, the pecans left. And then. Yeah. And she, and she doesn't sell them. She doesn't, she's just so sweet that she makes it for us. She sells other stuff, um, other bakery, baked goods and everything. She makes amazing things, but like just as a nice gesture, she'll make it for us. And, and like, even now Romy likes it. So now we got to share with her. I'm like, damn it, Romy. <laughs> she's getting, you know, they're getting bigger. Like their appetites are getting bigger. Right. And right. it's like almost sharing with a full size person. So we're going to have to like beg, her, beg her to make us two of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll buy her a present. <laughs> Whatever I have to I do. she likes wine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, Melanie, I'll trade you wine for some coconut pies. Um, <clears throat> okay. Food wise, I'm trying to think if I have anything that's, I don't know. I mean, I'm always down for mashed potatoes and gravy and they seem to always be on the table yeah. for Christmas. My, my stepmom makes uh, mashed potatoes and gravy for Thanksgiving and for Christmas. So yeah. I could eat like a bucket of mashed potatoes and gravy. I, it's, it's one of the few foods that I could just feel sickening full of and like no regrets, yeah. no regrets. <laughs> You know, you know that movie where the Millers, that kid has that tattoo. Like, no, no, no <laughs> it says no, no regrets. <laughs> it's like spelled wrong. Anyway, I digress. Um, but yeah, mashed potatoes and gravy's all, gravy always. But I love how we have always we quote we usually I do it, um, but Ryan does good Kinda with like, like we got to share that coconut pie. <laughs> yes, I'm yes. still sharing with all you suckers. So. <laughs> uh, Ryan does mostly like cooking outdoors and stuff. But for our Christmas treats and stuff like that, I love doing that every year and we make a variety of stuff. So I'll do like this kind of quick fudge thing that like a recipe that I got from Rachel Ray back in the day. And then, um, the, um, <laughs> she's like, I want that to last till after New Year's. It's like, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> um, the puppy chow, or some people call it muddy buddies, um, with right. checks. Those are really good. Um, of course, cookies. And then like sometimes other kind of stuff, like you can do like little chocolate dipped, Ritz crackers and then sprinkle peppermint on them or whatever. But your uh, Debbie made those Oreos that she dipped in the uh, chocolate. Oh no no no! We found out she bought them. Remember? Oh that's Remember? right. Okay, we thought that my stepmom made like a few, well, not a few, quite a lot of years back. She had this big this stuff like crap. She had this big <laughs> spread. She had this big spread out for chopped for, salami uh, and like summer <laughs> sausages and cheeses and sorry, cookies. Yeah, and, she had it for Christmas Eve. This may have even been before we had kids. It was a long time ago. <clears throat> and one of the things were these Oreos that were like dipped, like dipped in white chocolate or something like yeah, that. They, and we, and, but she had it all out on pretty plates and stuff. So you don't know like, you know, much about it except for it's there. Right. And we ate it and it was like, oh my God. And so Ryan would reference like, you remember when Debbie made those, those like dipped Oreo cookies? I'm like, yes, they were so good. They're amazing. And then y'all, one day we saw them in the store and I was like, she bought those. <laughs> we were giving her all this credit for making them, but that's okay. It doesn't matter. You don't need oh, to make she stuff. Might, she may have. No, I think I she know. bought them. I'm pretty sure. Oh. <laughs> but remember, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It was, you know, it's all done with love. But I do like to make those treats. Yeah. Because I'm not like a big baker the rest of the year. I just make cookies with the kids a few times to just have that time with them and they love it. Mm -hmm. And but this is whenever it's like hardcore. Okay. For a whole day. We're making a crap load of sweet stuff. Sugar cookies. And we share it. That. Yeah, yeah. We do oh, decorate man. the cookies, like decorate sugar cookies. And we should have got several bushels of the uh, bananas that 
Costco, Costco. we could have made a bunch of banana bread. Oh, we could do that. Yeah. We could do that after Christmas. <laughs> after we have all of the first round of Christmas treats, then for New Year's. <laughs> I think it'd just be better to get it all in one fell swoop. Maybe. You might have to make some. We go into crawfish season and be like, yep, still going to go on that diet. <laughs> I'm excited about crawfish season, although it's still a ways away. Is it closer. March? Yeah, yeah. Marchish. When you'll probably see them, yes. That's a whole other story. But anyway, okay. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up because I do need to talk some business. But thank you for being here to talk about Christmas with us. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> All right, you guys, I will be back to talk about how to create a social media strategy for the new year that is sustainable, one that you will actually follow through with, you will be consistent with, it won't be totally miserable. Trust me, I'm here to help you. I will share that with you soon. Bye, babe. Bye. So I want to talk to you real quick about Canva. So as small business owners, most of us are not like super fancy graphic designers, and it's really not easy to learn complicated software. So that's where Canva comes in because we all need to make social media posts. We all need to make some graphics. We all need some cover photos, some flyers, some digital art, right? And Canva makes that easy. Canva Pro starts at only $9.95 a month, which is actually a steal, but you can try it for free for 30 days and support the podcast. So all you've got to do is go to socialsunshinepodcast.com slash try Canva Pro. That's socialsunshinepodcast.com slash try Canva Pro. I hope you love it. Okay, I'm back. I'm so thankful to my husband, Ryan, for being here with me to have some Christmas fun, some good old festive holiday good times. Um, I just really wanted to to do that for you guys because I feel like if you need your spirits lifted, then hopefully we did. I feel like, uh, well, we know it's been a crazy ass year and just wanted to bring you some holiday joy. So I hope you had fun chatting with us during that time. Ryan is off to go work on one of his many projects he's got going on. And I am going to now talk to you about something that is important and something that's going to be truly helpful for you going into the new year that a lot of small business owners do not think about. A lot a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. All right. And that's how to create a social media strategy that is sustainable, something that you are going to keep doing, something that you are going to be consistent at, something that you're not going to want to quit in a few weeks or even a few months, something that you will stick to for a while, like forever. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's just dive on in. I want to get through this pretty quick for you guys so you can get back to your Christmas and holiday festivities. All right. <clears throat> Number one is Choose the right platform. So if we're talking about like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and even TikTok now, uh, yes, TikTok is a, a, a major player these days. Um, choose what's right for you. So choose what, where, like think about where your target customers and your target clients are, like what they're probably using. Also though, think about what you want to be on as well right? You, cause you're going to have to spend time doing that. You're gonna have to spend time engaging with people on the platform. You're going to have to use the tools. You're going to have to do, I mean, I guess, unless you have an assistant helping you, which is awesome, <laughs> but most people are, you know, you're going to have to use all this stuff yourself. So consider where is your target customer or client and are you cool with that platform or can you learn to be cool with that platform and feel comfortable and good and solid and confident there? All right. This is a step that a lot of people overlook 
that a lot of people just assume, oh, I should just be on Instagram or I should just be on, you know, whatever. And that's not always the case. Also, a lot of things have changed in 2020, but also, you know, just like the past couple of years on social media in general, like LinkedIn is not what it used to be. For example, TikTok wasn't even really that popular, um, before 2020, not, you know, maybe a little bit in 2019. So there's things that change. So really, really think about this. If you're just starting out, choose the platform or more than one, if you're comfortable with that, you choose what's comfortable. If you want to choose all of them and you're willing to do it and you're going to do it, then freaking more power to you. But you choose what's good for you, right? Now, if you've been using social media for business for a while, and maybe you're just not getting that good of results, that you know, good of response from your audience on whatever platform you've been using this, you know, this whole time, then maybe it's time for a change. You know, that could be a big sign that it's time for a change. You might be on the wrong platform. You never know. So this is actually something that the members of my membership, Small Biz Social Society have access to. I have a whole online course, which is like super simple slides and like really easy to follow, super quick to do. But <clears throat> there's a whole section about this, about choosing your platform and giving you like the numbers of like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, like how everything looks, what kind of people are on what platform. So definitely consider Small Biz Social Society to get access to that for sure. Okay, number two is <clears throat> create content that you enjoy creating. Now, I know that some people don't enjoy creating any of it. <laughs> some people don't like marketing at all. They don't like really social media. They're not really into it. And if you're one of those people, then fine. You're one of those people, but you're going to have to suck it up and choose something, right? And now if you're not one of those people, then what do you consider to be fun? Do you, if you love music and a good time, you know, um, funny, fun, you know, all the things that you can do like on TikTok or on reels, then that's what you should be creating. That's definitely what you should be creating. And also those things are getting tons of, uh, attention right now. So I highly recommend it anyway. Y'all know that if you love to have good, deep conversations with people, you know, you really are a deep thinker and you want to talk about thought provoking things, then you should focus on that kind of content. If that's what you're solid at, like that's what you love and you're good at that starting conversations, then do that. And that might actually mean that you should be on LinkedIn, by the way, because that's a big thing on LinkedIn right now. Um, but you know, make sure you're, you're in your captions of your posts that you're, you're starting those conversations. You're asking, um, a question right off the bat to, you know, you've got a good hook to get somebody's attention and you really make it easy for them to engage and answer you. So you can start conversations. Like if that's your thing, right. Um, if you love photography and you are say a bakery and you take beautiful photos of everything that you make, well then that's the kind of content you should focus on. I mean, I, I do believe it's good to be diversified, you, you know, to maybe do more than just one kind of content, of course, but you can have the one that's like the one you really love that you do more than anything else. Because if you love doing it, you're going to keep doing it. You hear that? If you love doing it, you're going to keep doing it. If you are miserable or it's, it's stressing you out, or it's not very fun, or you don't feel like it's very effective and blah, 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 blah. You're not going to keep doing it. That's not sustainable. Okay. And finally, number three is, and this might sound cheesy, but think about it. Don't stop. Don't stop. How many people have I seen stop? Oh my God. Like I've seen people stop. And what I mean by that is kind of like disappear from social media or just like, slack big time that I definitely didn't expect to stop or slack. 
it could happen to anybody. Okay. Nobody's above that. <laughs> and being consistent and continuing to show up matters. Think about it. Does Target just quit showing us their shit? Does Target just be like, yeah, you know what? We're going to take a few months where we're just not going to market our stuff. We're just going to, you're just not going to see any Target commercials. You're not going to see any ads on social. You're not going to see any of our sale ad thingamajiggers. Like, we're just going to take a break. I just don't really feel like fucking with it. Like, no, that does not happen. And I know you're not Target, but come on. If you are not thinking of it in that way, if you're not looking at social media marketing as a solid, important, crucial part of your business in 2020 and beyond, then it's not going to work out real good. <laughs> You've got to respect it. Just like back in the day, I've talked about this before. If you listen to the show for a while, you know, just like back in the day, everybody respected that newspaper ad, right? That's what we did. It was like, especially in a small town, you get an ad in that local newspaper and that is some serious business. Like you talk it out with the newspaper person, you decide for how many weeks you're going to have this ad campaign. They're going to design it for you. You're going to give them all your information. You're going to pay like a good freaking chunk of money, by the way, that shit was not cheap. <laughs> and it's a commitment and you respect it. And you know, I have put marketing efforts into my business that are solid and now they are running in the newspaper and I, and I accept that this is an important part of running a business. If you don't look at social media marketing like that by now, it's a problem. It's a problem. I understand there's always exceptions. You know, everything I ever say on this show just about <laughs> is you can have a disclaimer that says there's always exceptions because there's always kind of unique, different business situations. I totally get it. But for most people and most businesses, if you are not taking it seriously and you are not really being truly consistent in your efforts, then it's not going to pay off. It's not going to give you the benefit that it could. You have, you have the world. <laughs> at your fingertips. That might sound silly, but it's true. You do in that little smartphone, in your, in your laptop, in your tablet, you've got the world right there and you get your little chunk of the world. You're a little tiny percentage that you need to make big things happen for your business. And if you deliver content to them on social media, that is good shit. I'm talking stuff that is entertaining stuff that stuff that is educating them truly teaching some cool stuff it doesn't have to be groundbreaking or super deep it can be simple but truly teaching something or even simply inspiring and motivating people like maybe you're in health and wellness or something like that if you're if you're not you know those are the things you want to be doing and delivering and if you're delivering something that's entertaining educational inspiring those those types of things on a consistent basis for a long time forever <laughs> AKA forever, it is going to make such a huge difference in your business. So, all right, look, number one, choose the right platforms for you and your business. Take that decision seriously. And if you do need more insight into that, I really truly recommend you joining Small Biz Social Society because we have all that information in there. Plus, when you're a member of Small Biz Social Society, you have access to me each week to ask questions and interact and get more insight, right? Okay, number two is create content that you enjoy creating. 
have fun with it. You don't always have to be like, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. You could be like me and be like, you know what? I'm a performer. I don't really sell performances right now. I'm not getting paid to be an actor anymore, but I do love to perform. So I'm just going to perform for people on social media because I love it and I'm truly enhancing my life. Right. And then people see that and they, they know, they know it's authentic. They know I love it. You can just feel that from someone. And what that's doing is it's, it's helping me be out there as a content creator and stirring things up, meeting people, talking to people, helping people smile, interacting with people, starting to network with people. And sure enough, my business grows. So if you are doing that, oh, you are you are solid if you're out there creating content that you truly love. And number three is don't stop. Can't stop, won't stop, baby. You can't. Don't stop. Don't even take a, lo- a break. I mean, yes, I said it. If you, yeah, okay. You know what? I'm not going to backtrack on that. If, if you truly want social media to help your business, You cannot be taking breaks. You can't. You've got to take it seriously. I understand there's emergencies. Again, always an exception. I understand there's emergencies and there's life. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like, ugh, this social media crap. I don't know. I'm getting tired. I'm sick of making these videos. These people are stressing me out. They're talking about politics. I don't know. Fix that shit. Fix your feed. Quit following people that stress you out. I don't know. Fix that, right? And take it seriously. This is a business and this is your marketing and you need to be solid and consistent on social media with a few exceptions here and there. Don't stop. Don't stop, especially when you start to get some traction, especially I have a client right now who is really starting to get uh, like a one-on-one consulting client. She's starting to get some good traction. It's happening. And it's like giving me chills even saying it. (laughs) And I, every time she messages me and tells me about, you know, some sort of good accomplishment, like, like the other day she got, um, 2000 reels views in like the first 10 minutes after posting it. Right. Just, you know, she's always telling me when something exciting or positive is happening. And I'm like, every time I'm like, don't stop, don't stop for the love of God. Don't stop. So I'm going to tell you the same thing. Don't ever stop. You've got to make those changes and improvements and tweaks whenever clearly something's not working. But whenever you start feeling it, you're getting in that groove, you're getting that traction, you're getting more attention to your business, you're growing your business, you're getting a little bit more sales, don't stop. But what is going to stop is me. I'm going to stop talking because I could go on and on forever. All right, that's enough of that, you guys. That's all for today's show. I hope it was helpful. I hope you had fun talking about Christmas with Ryan and me. We surely enjoyed that. We were cracking up laughing. I hope that these um, these pointers are really helpful for you. And I hope that you take them seriously and take them to heart and really take that advice and just freaking run with it. And again, remember that Small Biz Social Society, the the, well, that's my monthly membership. If you didn't know what it was for small business owners that are ambitious and that are wanting social media training ongoing, but at a low cost, it's only $28 a month. So at the beginning of the episode, and you've been hearing it for a while at the beginning of episodes, um, where it says today's episode is brought to you by small biz social society, there is a coupon code. So rewind back to that, get that coupon code. You can get $10 off your first month because, um, it's about to expire. 
December 31st, that coupon is expiring and there's not going to be a discount on Small Biz Social Society for a very, very long time. So I highly recommend grabbing that. I mean, that means it's only 18 bucks for your first month. And after that, it's $28 a month. There's no commitment. It's not a contract. You can cancel anytime, but you're not going to want to. It's a great way to kick off the new year, to be in this community that, that these business owners and, and me, we are building together where we have a guest expert every single month that comes and talks and teaches on something to help everybody with their marketing or with their business. You have a live training from me every single month on a new topic that has to do with social media marketing or personal branding. And we have a great community. We do, we do, we support each other, you know, on social media, we support each other's businesses. We have shameless plug Fridays, like all kinds of fun stuff. Um, go to smallbizsocialsociety.com, uh, but make sure and get that coupon code that played at the beginning of the episode. You guys, it's almost Christmas. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Merry, merry, merry Christmas to you and yours. It means so much to me that you listen to this show so, so much. I truly appreciate you. Take a screenshot, share this in your stories, tag me on Instagram at Brittany Crossan. I would love to see that you listen to the show. Merry, merry Christmas to you. I hope Santa comes to see you. I hope you were good this year. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanyfrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and TikTok. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.